Want to know how you can both save time and boost revenue? Did I get your attention? Yes, it's possible to do this with some of the software that is available to you as studio owners. And because I know that you're all about making your studio run smoothly, as well as growing revenue, I've invited Shamir Cohen to join me today to talk all about how to use automations in your studio business, what's possible and what works best. This is a highly valuable conversation that you'll want to listen to all the way through. Stay tuned. Well, hi there. I'm Sarah Glanfield. I'm a business and marketing strategist just for boutique fitness studio owners like you. If you're ready to be inspired and make a bigger impact, you're in the right place. All you need are a few key strategies, the right mindset, and some support along the way. Join me as I share the real-life insights that will help you grow a sustainable and profitable studio. This is the Pilates Business Podcast. Welcome back to the Pilates Business Podcast. I'm Saran and I'm so thrilled you're here with me today. We've got a fantastic episode for you and we are talking all about automations. Now, if you don't already know this, I'm here to tell you that automations are a really good thing for your business. They give you back time, help you to streamline operations and help to maintain a minimum standard of service for your members or your clients. And I know that you might be wondering what this means and what might be possible in the world of automations within our boutique fitness industry. And that's why I've invited my guest, Shamir Cohen, on today. Shamir has worked in software in the fitness and wellness industry for 13 years. So she's seen our industry evolve and grow. And today she's at the forefront of that ever-changing software and technology that is available to you as business owners. Shamir works at Brandbot, uh, which is a marketing and communication platform that is designed just for boutique fitness businesses, just like yours. And it's a tool that really enables a ton of different automated communication, text, emails, and so on that can help you to stay close to your clients, which we know has an enormous impact on retention. So I'm super excited to dive in. Welcome, Shamir. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Happy to be here and discuss more on BrandBot. So thanks for having me. You're so welcome. So why don't we start off by, why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey in the world of fitness and wellness, a little bit about you, and, and then tell us a little bit about what, what BrandBot's all about. What does BrandBot do? Yeah. So um, I have always been interested in fitness and wellness. Um, if anybody's into astrology, I have a lot in my sixth house of my chart. And so always, you know, has been a part of my life. And um, I started working at Mind Body several years ago and working closely with yoga and Pilates studio owners and then, you know, all across the wellness spectrum. And that was really nice to see small businesses starting up and then see businesses taking off with multi-locations and franchising. So, you know, I was along the journey for a lot of those um, big brands that we see now. And I am from New York originally, now live in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, and I now work at Brambot. So I'm super excited to, you know, work still with fitness uh, business owners and now helping them more with the marketing elements, focusing on that key part of their business growth. Um, obviously, all pieces of a business um, are important, but marketing is something that a lot of people don't think they need to start with right away or they feel like it's something that, you know, they can add later. It's not as 
worth it to spend, um, you know, as extra overhead, but we're learning more and more now that that's just as important. So absolutely. Absolutely. It definitely is an area that I think, um, as studio owners, you, you can feel like you're scrambling to catch up on for sure. You know, for sure. Yes, absolutely. When I started at mind body several years ago, uh, you know, in 2009, people were like, online booking? Oh gosh, never. I will never do that. What is that? And now it's like, if you don't have online booking, who are you? So right. marketing has kind of, you know, had that day as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, if you, if someone, if some of our listeners may not be aware of what Brambot is and what Brambot does. So why don't you tell us, um, what, what, you know, what Brambot is, what it does and, and a little bit about how it's evolved over the years. Cause it also has, it's, you know, it was a platform that's changed over time as well, a little bit. Yeah, for sure. So Brambot, I like to say it's a communications platform, you know, a customer journey tool. The goal is to help move clients through the stages of their customer journey with your business as quickly as possibly as possible and, and very authentically so that, um, the right, Touch points are created automatically at the right stages of that client's journey with you. So we want to get those leads converted into the intro deal. From intro deal, we want them on membership or package or whatever your journey looks like. And we obviously want to have those touch points for retention and celebrating things like milestones. So that's where Brambot can come in as far as creating those very authentic touch points right at the moment of a purchase or a visit behavior. So that's what we kind of help and we help automate a lot of it. Fantastic. And that is, um, you brought up some really interesting points. So I want to come back to a little bit is, you know, thinking about that customer journey really from the very beginning is kind of important really for, for all business owners to think about how to draw in clients at the very top end of, you know, perhaps the funnel or the customer journey. But once folks have walked into the studio, you know, it's not as though, they're a done deal, right? It's sort of, there's a lot that we need to do to get them curious, get them interested, keep them interested, um, and then turn them into that sort of long-term loyal brand ambassador and champion of your studio, which is what we want all of our clients to be. Um, and so there's sort of these various phases that folks go through. And if you design the customer journey from, you know, this, the point in which they kind of make contact with your business and share um, set, you know, and, and you can share with them a little bit about what you do and who you are. They book into the studio, perhaps they take a class. There's another follow-up class, you know, during that intro period, then they'll move into buying a package and then another package. And you want to make sure that they're, they're sticking around because we know that once you get a client in the studio, then it's all about that ongoing, you know, lifetime value of the client. And that's what we're aiming to optimize truly in this, with, exactly. with this tool. Yeah. hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. And I think with, when it comes to automations, you know, so what does that look like? Can you give me a couple of examples for what that might look like? Say for, let's say if it was a new client, um, coming into the studio, how you'd integrate Brandbot into that experience. Yeah. So, you know, just, we can talk about like the lead journey through that whole customer journey from lead on. I mean, so first the lead comes in, whether or not maybe they created a profile to book with your software and they didn't book or buy anything or maybe we have Brambot has a form feature. Those forms can embed on your website so they can fill it out if they're interested in your studio. Once they do that, can create their account in the booking software and it can then put them into a lead automation, which the goal of that is to nurture that lead into their first purchase. So we have automated emails and texts that can go out 
Um, and also automatic phone call reminders for staff to, you know, if there's an extra touch point needed. So maybe let the emails and texts tell that lead about your intro deal. Um, our system for many of our integrations also has dynamic landing pages. So instead of bringing them to your buy page of your website where they might have to filter through all your pricing options, you can say, hey, lead, we want to let you know about our intro deal. Send them to a landing page to purchase, make it really streamlined. And our landing pages have cart abandonment. Yeah. And I think there's a really important point to make with that, which is that what we know from, um, from doing, from, from analyzing a lot of data is that when people go to a website and there's lots of different buttons to click, people tend to get distracted and bounce around. Um, and then sometimes forget why they're there in the first place. And then they get distracted by their kids needing them or something else, the doorbell ringing. And then they never get to do the thing that they perhaps showed up thinking they would do like book a session with you. But if they go to a landing page where there is one call to action, so one, one form to fill out one button to click, they're far more likely to actually take that action, which is why having that dynamic landing page is actually really, really helpful. Yeah. I a hundred percent that's people have, you know, they don't low attention spans and we just want to make everything as simple and easy as possible. We don't want distractions. And that's, you know, the main reason why landing pages were created just to keep it really like a tunnel vision for exactly looking to purchase. <laughs> exactly. One thing, do the one thing. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So, you know, from lead journey, then you get them on your intro deal. Now what? Well, we hear from a lot of studio owners that they buy, some people buy an intro deal. They might, let's say it's a week of unlimited classes or it's a certain amount of private appointments. They'll not use it right away because they forgot. Maybe it was a really good deal. So they're just holding on to it. So we have those automated prompts like, hey, I know you took advantage of our intro deal. We'd love to have you in for your first class or appointment. So automatically they can get that. And that's only going to go to people with the behavior of no future reservation. So our system is very intuitive where not everybody's going to get the same messaging. So we can say if it's a one month unlimited intro deal, if two weeks goes by and they had between three and five visits, send them this text, you know, congrats on coming in multiple times for the intro deal. If they had less than this family visit, say, hey, we want to make sure you use up your intro deal and we see you again soon. You know, so certain messaging going to certain people based on their behavior. Right. And, in, you know, I see that a lot where where clients will buy the intro pack and they'll say, say it's a, could be a pack of three or five private sessions, or it could be um, a discount on a pack of five classes, or it could be, like you said, like an unlimited um, week or two week pass to classes. And, you know, either clients will book one session and come and then, then never come back and then their package expires. And, and that's kind of a real shame. Um, or, or they'll come on that unlimited and they'll come once and then never come, you know, and then maybe not come back. And what we know from, you know, working with clients, right. As, 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 as a studio owner is that usually clients will need to, and members will need to come multiple times to really feel the benefit of, um, of, of, of the studio that they're, they're coming to the first session is actually kind of the most intimidating. It's probably the most uncomfortable, like the second or third time they come back, they've had great experiences, then they're more likely to keep coming. So the key is really, is we want them to come back. And that's where this software is so, so smart is that we can, you know, you can invite them back in, but you're not the one who's going to have to remember to do it. (laughs) Exactly. And what's nice is we also I have a first visit text, which I've received. And before I worked at Brambot, I was like, that. I literally 
thought the owner maybe was trying to flag me down and I ran out of the studio and now she's texting me to see how the first class went or the manager. And that te- and I, I find that that text is great because it's the first step of building the relationship with that new client. So I feel like, you know, if you ask them, how did that class go? And they provide feedback. I feel more people are seeing conversions on intro deals to clients that are responding and are getting those initial communications. And they're tickled that you're checking on them. And then they're, you know, excited to book again if the te- the text can go out as quickly as 30 minutes from their class. So they probably still have endorphins running or right. like excited to, you know, answer you. So that's awesome. And all of these obviously can be a hundred percent customized to whatever you want to say in all of these, in all of the messages. Exactly. We want you to go in and make it your brand voice, add your images, your, you know, design everything from, you know, on the emails so that they're really, um, exactly like your brand aesthetic. And, um, but yeah, you can change the cadence of the communications, the mix of emails and texts. Um, and that's, you know, what we find is makes it more authentic. So it's not, it doesn't feel like a blast that everybody's getting it, especially because you can put parameters on like if they had this many visits in this amount of time, then send them this. So it's like, hey, I know you visited five times last week. We wanted to let you know about this five class package in case you want to, you know, whatever. So having you be able to like reference their behavior in your text or email because, you know, it's only going to people with that behavior. It makes it more authentic. It automatically will fill in their name and details. And they had no idea it's an automated text or email. Right. And so you're building that relationship, but it feels like it's very genuine to the client, which is really important. And let's be honest, if we had the time to do this, you know, in an individual basis, we would be, but we are not, we do not have uh, we do not have that. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, and that brings up a good point with our automations. If you forget, like you don't have time one day to send that text, you know, it's still going out at that right opportune time where you're, you know, you get them at that visitor purchase behavior when it's most effective. Right. Yeah. And it's, and the timing is really important. I'd imagine, um, you know, when it, when it comes to sort of thinking about when's the best time to send those emails, when's the best time to send those text messages. And that comes down to thinking about that customer journey. Yes. hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah. And the experience that you want your clients to have. So, um, the welcome, the, the lead nurture sequence kind of gets them from that first welcome session, which into then what the next next package purchase, presumably, right? Yeah. So if they're a lead, most businesses have an intro deal. So once they purchase the intro deal, they're removed from our lead bucket and put into the intro deal auto campaign. The goal of that is to, you know, prompt them to book and, you know, communicate with them throughout their intro deal journey, and then even upsell them after. So our system can automatically upsell based on a client's behavior. So let's say it's a one month unlimited. Somebody came in 10 times, we can say, you know, Hey, I know you came in that many times. We thought this package would be a great next step for you or this membership. So it's kind of like recommending next steps automatically based on the client's behavior. Only certain people will get recommended a membership. If somebody came in once, we don't, if somebody emailed me about a membership, I came once, like, it's like, I like the class, but let me get a couple more in before I commit to a membership. So it's a little bit easier to convert. Um, from there. And then if they do purchase a membership, we have a campaign that can welcome them. There's red flags in some of our campaigns. So if that member had less than this many visits in their first month, send them this email. We want to get ahead of retention. Um, after 30 days, tell them all to review you, link them to review you on whatever sites you want, you know, Google Yelp. Um, 
And then once they start hitting those milestones, they can automatically be enrolled in a campaign, maybe ahead of the milestone, prompting them to take that next class to get into the 100th club. Uh, Once they do, they can get that congratulations. They could say, see the front desk. We have something for you. And um, our system can even automatically create a task for staff of the location to know that somebody hit the milestone and maybe have a gift bag waiting. Fantastic. Yeah. So it's really thinking about how you can continue to keep that client engaged all the way, all the way through their customer journey. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, so we've got a couple of different sort of ways of automations there that will, that, that work really nicely. So can you tell me a little bit about what results you see with the studios that use, um, automations like this in their studios? What, what are the, what are the outcomes? Yeah. So what's nice about Brambot is every auto campaign and every landing page, most of our features have insight. So you can track who's filling out the reform. We have forms for surveys and feedback and ratings. Um, what are the ratings? What are, what is everybody responding to these questions? Um, and then our landing pages, how much money has this landing page brought your business? Um, some people create landing page specific to Facebook or Instagram ads they, they create so that when somebody goes to purchase, it drives them to the landing page. Then they have the card abandonment and then it can redirect them to the schedule page once they purchase. So our automations all, you can see the conversion. So if we go into our lead automation, how are leads converting? Okay, we have 100 in the campaign right now and the conversion rate's 87%, which is a, high, a few of the accounts that I work with that I've signed up recently, their conversions have been around there for leads. Um, so I know, and I can click into that and see who actually converted, you know, and see all their details. So if I want to know how am I converting intro dealers into follow-up purchases, I can go into that campaign. And if you see there's any low conversion, you just know maybe we need some more text. Maybe the, the language in the emails is not as authentic, but generally speaking, um, you know, you can track all of that and make tweaks. But we see most of our clients with above a 50% conversion rate on most of their campaigns. And very often, like with, um, with the lead campaign, we see much higher as well. Wow. That's really interesting. So imagine what that would look like for a revenue perspective. You have 50%, um, conversion and then presumably, you know, then you're, it's all set up and it's all happening on autopilot. You're not having to touch anything. You can go in and make tweaks and changes, I'd assume. And that's probably what you'd recommend, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, people are always evolving their customer journey. Like, so let's say you have an intro deal and suddenly in the summer, you realize after the first week, people are dropping off, you know, but in the winter they're, you know, chugging through. So it's like, you might add an additional step a week in to make sure you have that touch point communicating with them. So you can always tweak it. Some people's businesses change throughout the seasons. Some people just, you know, with COVID, their business has completely changed. So they had to go into their automations and make tweaks, but we can, you know, we have support to help with that. But most changes you can make are very, you know, easily done. So, yeah, that's really great. That's really helpful. Good to know. Lots of opportunity there for really making sure that retention is increased. And do you have data on how much of a difference it makes to retention numbers? So what we find is like, we, first of all, we recommend having like a campaign one month, no visit, you know, three months is a good increment, six months, one year. And some people go from there. Um, so, uh, what we find is one month, no visit, usually a high above 40% retention rate, uh, or 
you know, win back rate when they do return after getting those automated communications. Um, as time goes, you know, gets further out, it's it's always a slightly lower conversion. So that's why we say if you have those in place, you'll catch those people right away at one month that you don't have to worry about really winning them back at six months or a year. So as the, you know, as time goes by, the conversion will get a little lower. However, with our landing pages, um, you can pull in offline pricing options. So something that's not live on your, let's say, MindBody or Mariana Tech buy page, um, our landing pages can still pull it in, kind of like hidden pricing options. So we can say, we haven't seen you in six months, want to offer you the intro deal again, want to offer you a free class. Other people don't, can't take advantage but it will go to those through that win back campaign. As soon as somebody reaches, let's say three months of no visit, they will get that email with that landing page offer. Maybe a week later, a text, Hey, did you see our offer? We we had sent to you to, you know, we'd love to have you back. So we can help with that retention and it, just having a campaigns in place from day one will be really helpful. Yeah, absolutely. And so when it comes to say that win back campaign, um, how much is it sort of one email that is get sent or is it, is it a series of emails? How, how, or is that you have, do you make recommendations on what that looks like? Yeah, I would say one month, no visit. I wouldn't harass them because right. they might just be on vacation. They might just literally be busy. So it's nice to still do a little check-in. You don't need to offer them anything after a month. It's just nice to just check in. Hey, we noticed we haven't seen you in, you know, Hey, Saren, we noticed we haven't seen you in the studio in a month. Just want to check in. Let us know if you have any questions or, you know, how we can help just a little touch point and it's friendly. That's fine. Nobody's going to get annoyed with you. Um, after three months, you know, maybe offer them a free class six months, maybe give, offer them the, the intro deal again. So the bigger, the length of time, the better the deal. Um, and as far as multiple touch points, I would say like one month, three months, one email, maybe also a text or just either, or is fine. Six, you know, six months, you definitely might want to have like a cadence. So a month later, I wouldn't bother them too much right at, you know, at six months, but like have some cadence at whatever you want, like a month later, then maybe two months later and combine the email and text. Some people are more into text. Some people are more into emails. Um, if I say, if you're asking for somebody's opinion, how are they doing? Text is great. If it's like, we want to offer you this, that's where email is good. Nobody wants like blasts with all these promotions on their phone. They, you know, there's a healthy mix there, but always good to mix it up within a campaign as well. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing more and more text messaging. Are you set, are you saying that that is a popular way to communicate, you know, that that is, that is something that is popular with clients. You're getting good feedback from clients that, that text is, it works for them. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it depends on what they're saying. So if it's like for our first visit text, like you know, hey, Saren, congrats on your first class. How did you like it? Did you enjoy the instructor? Automatically, it'll fill in their name, even the instructor details. And you're asking for their opinion or emotion, something of that nature. That's where text is good. Um, so we find like a mix of text and emails. But when it's more like you're getting their feedback, their opinion, asking how something went, that's where people are happy to respond through text. If it's a promotion, if they're not interested or, you know, whatever, they're going to ignore it. And it's, better to do through email so that they don't unsubscribe from text and then miss all of your texts just because they didn't like that you kept sending them blasts about, you know, a promotion or something like that. So there's a healthy mix in there. I would say emotion is good for text or yeah. feedback. And, you know, one of the things that <clears throat> I get feedback um, quite a bit from um, studio owners on is that they don't want to feel like they're harassing their clients. And so we, you, that is really a fine balance, right? Between 
giving them just enough of a, of a, um, you know, perhaps a little bit of a, a nudge, I'd like to say a little bit of a nudge to do, to, to come back or to get in touch or to book another class, but not so much that they're really put off, um, or feel like they're being pushed, you know? Exactly. And also like, you know, when people, everybody asks, says that to me, I don't want to annoy my clients and all that. And it's so true. And it's so good that, you know, people are now conscious of that. Cause I definitely get like nonstop texts from all these like product lines I'm, I'm, you know, subscribed to. But with that said, um, because our automations fire those emails and texts, like based on a visitor behavior, most of the time, that's when you'll have those emails and texts going out. It feels like I made this action. So I'm getting, you know, a text as a result. Like I just came in there checking on me. I just purchased the intro deal. They're seeing if I have any questions on it. It feels more like customer support or like I finished the intro deal and I had between five and 10 visits. So they're just recommending something to for me because they know I obviously liked the classes because I came in 10 times versus like texting things that are, you know, not based on a behavior that can seem more like spam right. um, to consumers. Yeah. 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 It's a fine balance. Again, I think it all comes back to what we were saying in the beginning, which is thinking about that customer journey and the experience you want your clients to have in the studio. And then, you know, when it comes to what you're sharing with them, you know, I'm, a, I'm, I talk a lot about sharing incentives from a pricing perspective and, and promotions, but also sharing, um, it in a way that also elevates your brand and brand messaging. So in within these emails and these text messages, it's not just about pushing a, a discounted price and the next discounted price, and the next discounted price. It's also about saying, Hey, like, this is what we're all about. This is what our brand values are. This is what we promise we'll give you as a, as a member and a client of our studio. Um, and all of these kind of, there are lots what this opens up really is a lot of opportunity to, um, reinforce a lot of the marketing messaging that, um, that really helps to elevate the brand and build that connection with your clients. And so I know that a lot of people see it as sort of like this, um, or some people kind of feel like maybe it's just like this pushy sales tactic, but actually it's just another way to really build that really solid, strong connection with your clients. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's the, you know, that's what we say, like Brandbot really helps with relationship building and that's key. Like I used to be a member of Pure Bar and, um, just cause now I moved, but, um, I've taken a thousand classes. I, you know, every time I reached a milestone, I got, they celebrated me in class. I got a pair of sticky socks that said a hundred club, then, you know, 500 club, a thousand club. And it was exciting for me. And I felt like so celebrated. I, like when I came in for the day, they already knew that I, hit the milestone. And, you know, they had a system that could tell the staff, this person hit milestone. They had the gift bag waiting with my socks and they announced it in class. And I just felt like very um, motivated to continue and hit those milestones and not get behind. And I felt like it was such a, a family and that's definitely, you know, helps with retention. I was very loyal to them. I <laughs> yeah. A thousand glasses. Yeah. Yes. It sounds like it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh my goodness. Fantastic. So tell us um, a little bit about what, um, who, what type of studio um, would benefit from um, using a software like Brandbot and, and including some of these automations in their, in their marketing campaigns and marketing communications. Yeah. I mean, we definitely work with class-based businesses. We have um, appointment-based businesses as well. Um, you know, we focus on visit and purchase behavior. So if you're in the wellness fitness industry and, you know, you, you have bookings on your schedule and, um, that, you know, classes and appointments people can book, 
And, you know, you're looking to streamline the customer journey as far as that goes. Like if you have leads that you're looking to manage, you have an intro deal that you want to upsell from. Um, really, you know, any we've signed up very even outside of fitness and wellness. But I would say like our focus, all the features we will continue to develop will be more um, relevant to the fitness and wellness industry. Fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's really helpful. So much really interesting and useful sites. I could keep talking and asking you tons of questions about all this stuff because I I think it's so um, important to be thinking about that experience you give your clients, not just when they're in the studio, but when you, you know, when they're out of the studio as well. And those text messages and those emails that they get from you is so, such a big part of that. And, and an opportunity, like I said, to sort of deepen that connection and deepen that relationship. And especially for those new clients to keep them um, interested and engaged in those early days really, really pays off down the road. Um, so I'm a big yeah. fan, big fan of automations. Yes, they, I love them and uh, everybody needs them. <laughs> so let me, tell me a little bit about where, um, where we can find out more about Brambot um, and where we can learn a little bit more about what's possible with the, with the software. Yeah. So um, anybody interested can go to brambot.com and then there's a form on the website they can fill out and get, you know, scheduled for a demo with me. We'll do a screen share and, you know, I like to find out about your customer journey, where there's gaps. Some people focus on lead journeys and then they forget that it's easier to retain than to acquire new leads. So we kind of work on where they're finding fall off and what they need help with, what they need to automate. And that's kind of in the demo that I'll show you how we can help with what their um, struggles are and goals are. Um, so uh, built by Brambot on Instagram and brambot.com are the two places you mainly can find us. And that will direct you to me. I'm going to link to that in the show notes as well. So um, you guys can grab those there too. Well, thank you so much, Shamir, for joining us today. I really appreciate you sharing so openly all of your insights and information about this topic. And it's fascinating and, uh, and really beneficial for everyone to hear. So thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. It was so lovely chatting. And thank you to your audience for listening. <laughs> thank you. So I hope this was helpful to you as you grow your boutique fitness business. If you're loving what you're hearing, I'd be really appreciative if you could take a quick minute and go to wherever you're listening to this and rate and review this podcast. It would mean a ton to me and will help to get this podcast out into our community so that more teachers and business owners just like you can feel encouraged and supported on their journey in our industry. Did you love this episode and want more? Head to spring3.com and check out my free resources that will help you run a profitable and fulfilling studio business. And before you go, one last reminder, there is no one way to do what you do, only your way. So whatever it is that you want to do, create or offer, you've got this. Thanks again for joining me today and have a wonderful rest of your day. Mm-hmm.